Hello and happy Monday. It's September 30th, 2019. We are winding up the month of September, the ninth month of the year, and headed into the 10th month of the year, everybody's favorite, October. October is such a time of a change. It's so obvious because the trees change, the colors change, the leaves change, and it signals to us that we're heading into full autumn, into Halloween, then into Thanksgiving, and then into Christmas and the the holidays when everything goes dormant and then it stays uh, dormant and dank and dark until the beauty of spring emerges and you have a new season. So. I just want to wish you a happy last day of September and uh, God bless you and keep you on this Monday. I want to talk with you about uh, something that I think is going to be very important as we as a nation, as America, go through these next weeks and months. Uh, Of course, what I'm talking about is this impeachment inquiry and what has even transpired over the weekend has me frankly concerned. As you know, uh, Eploribus Cast is dedicated to everything America, American idealism, American exceptionalism, American liberty, American freedom, American culture, American unity, American ideals and vision and being a light for the rest of the world. We're going to talk about everything from the inception of music and how it impacts us as Americans to sports and how it impacts us as Americans to our politics and what divides us and what unites us in our faith. Um, And I'm really excited and thankful for those of you who have uh, listened to this podcast. We've had over 20,000 plays since we started uh, just a few weeks ago. Uh, We have a thousand or more followers, which is humbling. Uh, Podcasts aren't easy uh, to get off the ground in a world where there are literally millions of podcasts and particularly in the political space it's competitive and i thank you for tuning in we've got a great roster of guests for october um, and uh, we'll be announcing those every monday as you know is motivation monday so i like to talk to you something talk to you about something rather that makes you think uh, makes you inspired makes you reflect and makes you a better american Today is no exception. I want to talk to you about how to protect yourself, how to protect yourself and your social media in the next days, weeks, and months as the country goes through the impeachment inquiry process and as the country uh, goes through the subpoena process and the 24-7 pundit media cycle process and Everything that falls in between that, you know, if you were watching TV this weekend, at some point I turned it off. Uh, I couldn't take the yelling, the screaming, the veins popping out of people's necks. Literally, um, it was distressing to watch. We're not talking, we're shouting. We're not um, understanding the gravity of this moment. I believe Speaker Nancy Pelosi hit it best when she said that It doesn't matter if the Democrats lose in 2020 because they go forward with what they believe is their constitutional duty. What matters is that they do the right thing to preserve the Republic. The Republic, as Franklin said, if you can keep it. Today, I want to say something to all of us who are Americans. And this uniquely applies to those of us who are Americans, American citizens, those of us who can vote, who can run for office, get engaged in the political process. 
I want you to listen to me very carefully this morning and this afternoon and throughout the rest of the week as you listen to this podcast. Listen to me and hear me. The next few weeks and months are going to try us. They're going to try our souls. They're going to divide us. They're going to test us. So do yourself a favor. Tell your kids the same. Set some boundaries on your social media. What do I mean by that? What I mean is uh, try not to engage in overly political, overly partisan, overly unkind statements on your Facebook page, on your Twitter feed, on your Instagram. Try to keep those places where you are reflective, where you're encouraging dialogue, where you're willing to listen to points of view different from yours. Arguments and disagreements escalate quickly. And the next thing you know, you've got 50 people on your Facebook page fighting and you're now not speaking to someone you've known for 20 years or someone you work with. That's not how you want this to play out. Listen to me. The president of the United States will very likely be impeached for only the third time in American history, likely before Thanksgiving, if not sooner. The Senate will then have to do its constitutional duty as outlined in Article 2, Section 4, and they will have to uh, deal with the indictment that the House sends. If you don't know what I'm talking about in this process, go and listen to my podcast from last week on impeachment. It simply takes you through what it is, uh, when it should happen, why it should happen, and how it is to work mechanically. It'll help you to understand it's not partisan. It's not anybody yelling at you on television. It's just me being the nerd that I am giving you facts and helping you to have context about what impeachment is. But I want you to understand that uh, as the Senate holds the trial, it is a sober moment. For those of you old enough to remember Bill Clinton's trial in the Senate, I worked on the Hill, so I got to literally go and watch. I was on the House side. It was in one sense, very majestic to see the Chief Justice, then Bill Rehnquist, come in his robe and sit and have to be the judge of the trial and watch the House walk over and give the indictment. It was pretty sobering. It will be the same. Partisanship must be put aside at this moment, and we must look at the facts. We must look at the allegations. Uh, This will be a very difficult time for America. In fact, it will be ugly. The president of the United States on his Twitter feed this weekend, don't take my word for it, go read it, called for civil war if he doesn't, um, if this impeachment process doesn't stop, saying that his followers will rebel, a civil war will break out. That's terribly irresponsible. And it is exactly the kind of behavior that has landed him in the place where he is. Uh, The rants are angrier, the threats Uh, the minimizing of the whistleblower. Let me tell you what, a whistleblower, and you can understand this at your job. I've broken this down before, but let me explain again. Let's say someone, if you're a lady, sexually harassed you at your job. Let's say it's the CEO. And let's say you go and file a complaint with HR, but you do it anonymously because you clearly don't want to be retaliated against. You don't want to lose your job. You don't want to be blackballed, which is what happens every day in America in companies, at colleges and universities, in industry, in nonprofits, uh, in the halls of Congress, in the halls of the White House, anywhere there are human beings, you're going to have issues like this. But the whistleblower law was passed specifically to deal 
with these instances where members of either the executive branch or legislative branch or wherever saw possible wrongdoing by the executive, by a cabinet secretary, by an assistant secretary, by a member of Congress, a senator, whatever, and they want the whistleblowers to have the ability to share this information, which could impact national security. What if you worked for someone and in the FBI and that person was selling secrets to Russia and you were their deputy and you had reason to believe they were meeting with the Russians and they were slipping out information. Of course, you know, this happened about 20 years ago at the FBI. I forget the gentleman's name. I think it was Robert Hansen or whatever. And he was literally selling secrets to the Russians. Uh, he was turned in by someone who was a whistleblower and an undercover agent who validated this. Folks, this is serious stuff. You've got to stop with the social media fights and the flared tempers and the tensions that are running high and that are going to run higher uh, because this is real. This is grave. This isn't a joke. This isn't something we should swat around, whether it's a Republican president a Democrat president, an independent, it doesn't matter. When these type of allegations are made by a credible source, a CIA officer in this case, I gather, uh, an experienced person who knows how to take notes, who knows what a skiff is, who understands where documents should be placed, this is serious and we must treat it as such. You know, I guess the bottom line of this morning's Monday motivation of this week's message is think before you post. Think before you post. Use discretion. Think, is this kind? Is it necessary? Is it factually correct? Or am I just ranting? I need you to use some discretion. You know, the people in your Facebook page, the people that follow you on Twitter, the people in your chat room, the people in your Instagram or your Snapchat or wherever you post, uh, many of these people are your friends. But more than that, they're your countrymen and women. They're your fellow Americans. These are people that we need to give the grace to share their opinions. Um, you can disagree. I have a rule of, and you've never seen me do this. I don't go on other people's uh, pages and post my opinions. I might hit a like. I might hit the angry thing or the sad thing or the or the wow thing uh, emoji, I guess you call it. But you're not going to get me engaged in those type of discussions on other people's page because I respect their opinion. Now, on my page, I have rules. You are allowed to share your opinion. You're allowed to disagree. But I will not let you lie. I will not let you attack others. I will not let you disparage others. And I will not allow you to post things that are just on their face factually false. I will mediate that. I will ask you to stop, and if you don't, you will get unfriended or you will get blocked because I want to preserve dialogue. I want to preserve civility. You know, folks, we do not, we do not have to agree. We have to respect each other's differences. We have to honor the fact of our founding motto, e pluribus unum, out of many one, which is what this podcast is all based around. And we have to... Uh, grow from there as a country. We have to be wiser. We have to be smarter. We have to be adults because the kids are watching. We want to know why our kids uh, can watch another child being beaten to death or stabbed to death and video it and post it. They've grown cold. They've grown disaffected. They've 
grown callous. Where do you think they learned that from? Us. They weren't born that way. They didn't just get that way. So this morning, this day, on this Monday, September 30th, 2019, I'm asking you to rise to a higher level. I'm asking you to uh, be civil. I'm asking you to be respectful. I'm asking you to be thoughtful. I'm asking you to set an example in your dialogue about these important issues. We should be talking about the Ukraine transcript. We should be talking about the whistleblower. We should be talking about whether or not the president of the United States told the Russians he wasn't concerned if they interfered in our elections because, quote, America's done it in other places. That's not acceptable. I hope we can all agree. I saw a friend post the other day, a very conservative friend of mine, a Christian, an avowed Christian, who makes all kinds of excuses for the most immoral, ungodly behavior I've ever seen. But this person was posting about how she felt the president was being bullied and mistreated worse than any other president. Well, I bet if you ask President Clinton uh, how he feels about that, I'm sure he would disagree. And I bet if you ask President Nixon how he felt about it, he would disagree. And I bet if you ask George W. Bush at the height of the Iraq war after 9-11 and the misinformation that was apparently given on intelligence about weapons of mass destruction, how he was treated, I bet he would disagree. And I bet President Obama wouldn't appreciate very much that this president, Donald Trump, said he wasn't even born in America, that he wasn't really a citizen, that he needed to produce his papers, which for black people has a very profound meaning because it goes back to the time of slavery when we literally had to produce papers to show that we had the right to walk on a road because we were owned by a slave master. Folks, life isn't fair. People aren't kind. And politics is none of those things. So grown men and grown women who get into the arena, as Teddy Roosevelt said, it's my favorite Teddy Roosevelt quote, the man in the arena. Go Google it, look it up. I've posted it from time to time. But the credit belongs to the man or woman who steps into the arena, who takes the risk, who is willing to put their name on the line, their reputation on the line, their business on the line, everything else to preserve liberty, to run for office, to have a say. So we don't get to whine when we're in the arena. We don't get to say unfair. I'm picking up my toys and I'm going home. It's not the way this works. We also in America believe in holding people accountable. If I break the law, I'm going to be held accountable. If you break the law, you're going to be held accountable. You and I cannot violate federal election laws. We cannot violate criminal laws. We cannot violate people at work. We can't speak uh, unkindly and ill and maligningly about people at work. We will be fired. Folks, this is not hard stuff. So I want to encourage you and remind you that is this week, progresses as these days become weeks and the weeks become months. I want to remind you that this is America and that this is the United States of America and that we were built on dissent and disagreement. We were built on many different colonies, 13 of them at the time, coming together to defeat a common enemy. At that time, Great Britain and the empire of King George III. And my point is, I've said this before, if you think Massachusetts agreed with Virginia, or if you think Delaware agreed with South Carolina, or if you think that Pennsylvania and Georgia had anything in common, you would be wrong. 
it would not be correct. So that having been said, I want to encourage you to think before you post, to listen before you speak, to allow others the same grace that you need yourself to have a point of view, to be more thoughtful with your social media dialogue. Those of us who are journalists, those of us who are reporters, newscasters, pundits, we're all pretty much out of control. I'm just going to say it. If you go on Twitter, there's cussing, there's fighting, tempers are very high, people don't care what they say. Uh, That is not elevating the dialogue, and that is not going to help us to get through this. Um, I trust the process. I trust that the men and women in the Congress, whether they be Republicans, Democrats, or Independents, I trust them that they raise their right hand, as I have done three times in my life, to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Uh, We all take that oath when we get sworn into the bar, when we take a job uh, in the Congress or in the government or in a place of public trust. When we violate that oath, we must answer for it, all of us. In America, no one is above the law. Thank God no one is above the law. That's my word to you this morning. Please check out all the different podcasts we've had over the last number of weeks. They've been fabulous. Thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for the ratings. We've got like a 4.8 star rating on Apple, iTunes. I want it to get to 5.0. Tell me how I can improve. Tell me what we can do better. Uh, We're always looking to make sure our sound quality is excellent, that our guests are amazing. Um, You know I have a busy schedule. You know I'm crazy, but I'm working on making sure that we do this right every week. So, Father, I want to just say thank you for America. I want to say thank you for your blessings and your providence. And thank you for uh, these listeners. And thank you for these fellow citizens. And to those of you who are listening around the world, thank you. You humble me. You honor me. I think we've got 10 countries now who follow this podcast. Uh, I'm humbled by that. And I thank you for that. And uh, I want to um, just ask you to continue and ask you to do your part, ask you to register to vote, ask you to register others to vote, ask you to love your country. Uh, God bless you and keep you. Until we meet again, this is Sophia Nelson for Eplorbus One Podcast. Have an amazing day on purpose.